Not yet Uhuru by Leta Mbulu. Thank you so much for listening and engaging with us. Right, our wellness corner now. Today we talk the relationship between movement and mental health. Our time is 4.35. Good morning, if you've just joined us. Joining us now is Dr. Anes Mbiso, medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher. So the exercise paradox is off stress is backed by an April 2021 study published by the peer-reviewed open access scientific journal PLO. OS, one that found mental health was both a motivator and barrier to physical activity during the COVID-19 pandemic. So this study looked at about 1,600 people to figure out how and why mental health, physical activity and sedentary behavior have changed throughout the course of the pandemic. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us to speak about this uh, topic. How are you doing today? Good morning, Asanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much. Good. So, I mean, if we look at the study in terms of what it came out with and the results, one of them was that even though exercise comes with the promise of reducing anxiety, a lot of the uh, respondents felt that they're too anxious to even exercise. This is basically on the COVID-19 pandemic as a backdrop. I don't know how things are now, if much has changed. But let's talk about that, that, you know, exercise is supposed to reduce anxiety but then some feel too anxious to even exercise in the first place yes and this is quite a vicious cycle that we start to see like mentioned in the study where people end up actually feeling so anxious about their exercise routine that it prevents them from exercising in in the first place Mm -hmm. and what this is usually caused by is almost like this this um exercise pressure or or pressure to to perfect your exercise regime because more and more people are on social media nowadays, especially with lockdown. And so people's view of exercise is usually shaped by what they see on social media and people feeling like they have to emulate all of these fitness influences and things like that, which adds pressure to their personal workout routine. I've often felt pressurized, honestly, when I see some of the videos on, especially Instagram, people with their perfect bodies doing perfect workouts that look so strenuous. And I think, you know, when you've been away from exercising in so long, you don't want to go from zero to a thousand, it looks like. So even that motivation isn't there. Totally, 100%. And, you know, with lockdown, I think what a lot of people have experienced is that you kind of go through waves or different phases of your lockdown where there's some stages where you feel really productive, you're getting into your new routine, you're feeling motivated, and other stages where you feel really demotivated, you feel like there's um, lack of, of even that inspiration to exercise. And when you've gone through a phase like that and you haven't exercised for a while, it becomes even harder to motivate yourself to exercise if you feel like you need to be doing it, you know, three times a week, really intense 60-minute workouts with weights, that can really put people off. Does it put people even more under pressure when we do the group exercises, when we go into the lives and we do it as a group and you know you're not alone and you might have people looking at you going, and this one? (laughs) Yes, I mean, that's also one of the things we're starting to see with this shift to online fitness is you can sometimes enter these fitness classes, especially when you are, are have your camera. I think on the Instagram lives, it's a little better because you can kind of hide in the shadows <laughs> of the live. 
But when you have your video on, you know, there's a lot of pressure to perform, even when, you know, usually most people aren't even looking at you. They're worried about themselves. That pressure is still there mentally. So how do we reframe our mentality? How do we change the way we're feeling, uh, moving away from the anxiety and the lack of motivation? I think the main thing, Sanda, for me is realizing what your reason for exercising is, what your why for your physical activity is. Mm. So a lot of people, when you look on Instagram or a lot of people who are trying to emulate these kind of fitness fads that we see on Instagram, the goal is usually about a certain body type or even a specific weight or measurements that you're trying to reach. Mm. But your physical health should really be about how it makes you feel, about what brings you joy, and something that is easily um, fitable or moldable around your lifestyle. So that's another big thing. A lot of people feel like they need to squeeze their lifestyle around their exercise routine, and that often means that they can't keep it consistent. So trying to create an exercise routine that fits into your lifestyle, I think is a really great way to combat that. Another thing that I found really helps is mm. having a routine for when you feel motivated, so when you really feel like you're, you know, you're in go-getter mood, you, you're wanting to crush those goals, having a certain routine or exercise that you fall back on when you're in that mood. And then also having a different type of exercise for when you know you're going to be in that mood where you feel a little bit less motivated. So maybe uh, a slower, more meditative yoga practice, maybe a stretch-based class, uh, things like that when you're feeling like it's, it's difficult to drag yourself to do the more strenuous exercise mm. so you can honor how you're feeling while still getting your physical exercise in. I love that one because I find mm. that I, I'll, I'll put myself under pressure because I've now got this plan and then some days I actually really don't feel like doing the cardio part of it and I just want to do Yay. the weights part. And other days I want to do the weights and I don't want to do the cardio. Totally, totally. So I, that. I feel normal now. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is about, you know, normalizing the fact that our bodies go through phases, our minds, our moods go through cycles. And instead of allowing our different phases or parts of our, our cycles to affect us or derail us, we should plan for those moments because we're human and those moments will continue to come throughout our lives. Yeah. What about mm -hmm. the time then? Uh, if I say I've booked this particular time during the day when I'm going to do that, I mean, when I'm going to do my exercise, does that help? Yes, 100%. I mean, I think that's the one thing that should be as consistent as possible because then you can block a certain time out in your day. So you know you're not going to have any meetings or meet any friends around that time. And what I generally find is it's a little bit harder to exercise, uh, to get yourself into the routine of exercising at the start of your day. But once you get into that habit, you have a slot at the start of the day, which gives you enough time to get ready for work or for the rest of your day. It really helps to set up your day from a more positive mindset. So I think if you can and you do have the ability to work out before work, try to squeeze it in before then. But if after work works for you, then try to make that your regular time. Yeah. I also find just making it, you know, part of my life is easier. Mm. So I do my meditation, I do my prayer, and then it's my exercise. And I look at it as one of those, you know, th those are things I'm going to do every day when I start my day anyway. I love that. And I also love how you mentioned fusing the more mindful practices with, with the physical exercises. 
Because actually, I think that that's what physical exercise helps us with. It helps us to prepare our minds, almost like flush out all of the emotions, all of the busy thoughts, so that when you come down to your quiet time, your journaling, your meditation, your prayer, whatever it may be, your body has had all of the work that it needs to be done done Mm. so that your mind can calm down and you can just focus on those quiet moments as well. Awesome. So also, Mm. I think, you know, a little bit of exercise is better than none at all. Like you say, some days you'll want to do 15 minutes, other days you want to do an hour, it's still okay. Yes, 100%. And I think it's nice to also try to like uh, vary the different physical exercises you're doing. You know, sometimes you're in a more fun mood. Maybe you want to do a dance class, you know, to to dance to some music. Sometimes you're feeling a little bit more meditative and slower, slow yoga class might work. And sometimes you're really motivated and you, you want to smash a certain goal. And so cardio or weight bearing exercises are better. So it's nice to just have these different tools to pull out of your to- your pocket depending on what you're feeling like on the day. All right, let's leave it there. Thank you so much again. Always great chatting to you. Uh, just share with us your uh, social media handles again. Thank you so much, Asanda. So you can follow me at Freedom, that's freedom with an O-H-M at the end, underscore yoga. And um, because it's Mental Health Awareness Month this May, you can also follow my yoga studio page at the Nest Space ZA. We're doing a focus on meditation and mental health for this month, both with our classes and all of our events. So just check that out. And then I've got a lovely little excitement as well, Asanda, where I'm going to be on Survivor South Africa. What? <laughs> Crazy me, really going for that physical activity, clearly. Wow, we'll definitely be watching. Yeah, so tune in and watch me suffer uh, from June. (laughs) Oh, man, that's awesome. We're rooting for you. I'm sure you're going to do great. Oh, thanks, Asanda. So when does that start? That's the 3rd of June. 3rd of June. Uh, We'll be tuned in, definitely. Thanks, man. Okay, cool then. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Bye, Asanda. Bye. Dr. Anes Mbitso, a medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher, and a possible next survivor. Hey, how's that? All right, so there we go. Uh, that's our wellness corner then uh, for now. We're going to move into our planting the seeds section, our agricultural feature here on Sound Awake, and uh, talking the Boran cattle breed and uh, speaking to Johanny Rasmus, who is a Boran cattle breeder and trainer and farmer on this uh, issue. Here's some Paul Simon now, Mother and Child Reunion.